You're listening to the Short-Term Revolution Podcast. If you're a physician and want to generate meaningful side income, you're in the right place. Learn how to make real income from short-term rentals. So pour yourself a cup of coffee and let's catch up. Welcome to the Short-Term Revolution Podcast. And now your host, a pediatric anesthesiologist, real estate investor, and now short-term rental host, Dr. Chiagosi Fawole. Hello there. I'm so excited that you're joining me for another episode of the Short-Term Revolution Podcast. Listen, we are right on the brink of a brand new year, and I am hype, totally hype, because... I love the whole new year, like period. Okay. Okay. So real, real quick secret. I start my year in October. Okay. I start my year in October and I'm going to, and I'm going to tell you why in a second. If you're new here, Hey, Hey, I'm super excited to have you. I'm Chia Gazier Fowley. I am a pediatric anesthesiologist. I love to chat about real estate, particularly short-term rentals, because I can see how it can help people transform their finances and help them build generational wealth that can last them fund their grandchildren's lives, right? Okay, quick story, okay? Quick story. I have now seen it twice happen, but a few, a few, a few weeks ago, probably like a week and a half ago, I went to see someone's house. She was selling it and I went to tour it. And as I got there, she was showing me and she was like, oh yeah, you know, my great-grandfather built this house and I own that lot over there. I own that house over there. My brother owns the lakefront lot like across the street and my other brother. And she's like showing me this like, whole mass of land that's now all built up that is basically controlled by her family and i saw it and i was like yo that's dope that is so cool like can you imagine when her great-grandfather bought the land if he even bought it maybe was maybe he also inherited it right who knows but that for me was just like wow this is generational wealth just described okay and if you're an immigrant like me, if you're not, you're also welcome here. I'm not you know, saying this for anything, whatever. But if you're an immigrant like me, like a lot of us probably had something similar, like where we call back home. But then when we've moved, now moved and been uprooted, we've, we've probably felt somewhat disconnected from what could otherwise have been our inheritance. And now we're now on a, on a new journey to create this new generational wealth for our, for our children and grandchildren. It's such a powerful thing, this whole thing called real estate. It is a powerful thing. So now with that in mind, let's talk about how you can make 2023 or whatever coming year, depending on when you're listening to this, okay? Your best year yet when it comes to to, um, real estate investing. It starts with a game plan. It starts with a game plan. Now, if you listen to any of our prior episodes of this podcast, maybe two or three episodes, probably like three or four episodes ago, where I talk about touring the Citadel. One of the things that you should probably do at the beginning of this process, thinking about what you should, what you want to do for your short-term rentals is to go listen or go find people who are doing short-term rentals and basically just like hear their stories. Now, if you're looking for a collection of stories for, to kind of, you know, be inspired by, there are a couple of places you could go. You can, you can go to strcon2021.com. That's 2021. Or strcon2022.com, either of those should get you access to the replays of the short-term revolution conference speakers. Now, for the past two years now, we have done a virtual conference where we got together 
different people who are doing real estate, mostly physicians, but also some other people in, in, in the space who are killing it with short-term rentals. And listen, when I tell you, if you're going to set goals, if you're going to kind of like dream in color, listening to those stories is a great place to start. Okay, because whereas you'd have said, you know what, I think I'll be good with just one property. I think I'll be good with just like just a little cottage by the water or whatever. I think I'll be good with that. And then you hear you hear, for example, Dr. Neil Shah, the last the last um, conference talk about, yeah, one property made me two hundred thirty five thousand dollars. You're like, wait a minute. How did you do that? I can go bigger. I can dream bigger. Here's the thing. Dreaming is free, but sometimes we don't even know how to dream. We don't even know what to dream of. Okay, so before we get into the full episode, and I know we're still getting started, okay, check those out and get your dream juices flowing. All right, now let's get right into it. So in drafting your short-term rental, your SDR game plan for the year, there are a couple of questions you want to ask yourself. The first question is, what is the goal? Why the heck are we doing this in the first place? <laughs> right? Because here's the thing, if you don't know the goal, you hit anything. So you wouldn't hit it. Okay. So when I say, what is the goal? I mean, why are you doing this? Are you doing it for the cash flow? Are you trying to, you know, maybe cut back from work and you need the extra money to actually spend on a monthly basis? Okay. Are you doing this for just increased returns? You know, do you just have some, you know, some funds um, sitting, sitting dormant in an account that you want to start to just create some returns, in which case, even a 10% return will be fine. A 12% return will be amazing. 16%, oh my goodness, this money is like blowing up, right? Why are you doing this? Is it the tax benefits? Okay, like, are you like, oh my gosh, I, 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 paid, I paid an obscene amount in taxes last year. I just want to just cut it down. Or is it all of that? Or is it the whole thing about generational wealth that I talked about where you're like, you know what? I'm good with the returns. That will be great. But I really just want to get like own territory. Okay. <laughs> I just want to own this place. Right. It has to cash flow. It has to be, you know, be like appreciate. Right. Because all these things compound. But I just want to own the land. In which case, arbitrage is not on your menu. All right. <laughs> if that is your goal, then arbitrage is not on your menu at all. Or do you just want like a lifestyle property? Like a client of mine earlier this year or last year, depending on where you listen to, to this, who was like, no, I'm getting my dream house first. And she did. She liked to ski. And so she found a property at a place where she would otherwise have paid, you know, to rent someone's place. And she's like, yeah, this is, this is purely for my, for my use. She has a renter in there, like a long-term renter who occupies one room that basically helps offset the cost of the place. But her first goal was her lifestyle property. Mm -hmm. And she turned around and after a couple of months of owning that first one, got a second property in that same condo, now a dedicated short-term rental. So someone will say she flipped it upside down. No, 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 no. She defined her own goals. Okay. So, you know, when you listen to like podcasts and all these stuff from like people who are like educated in this space, don't get fooled. Everyone is working towards their goals and so should you. So should you. So when you define what the goal is, the next thing you do is to pick a location that will serve those goals. As you pick a location, the biggest thing you need to, to, to watch out for will be the short-term rental regulations, okay? Because those regulations will make or break your business. The next thing, so once you get the regulations in place and they're okay, now you ask yourself, okay, so what purchase price? What purchase price am I okay with? 
Okay, depending on your comfort level, you can say, you know, I, I only want to buy properties that if for any reason that they don't rent, I can carry the mortgage, right? In which case, you, you may say, okay, well, I could probably have a tolerance of 2K mortgage payment or 3K or 5K or whatever it is. I don't know your wallet, right? So you can define what your what your purchase price will be based on your level of comfort in the event that something doesn't work out. This is my little spiel on risk tolerance. So if you know that a property with a mortgage of $7,000 a month will break you, don't buy it. Yeah, don't. I'm not trying to create you having sleepless nights. That's not my, that's my, my reason for doing this, right? So define your purchase price or at least the purchase price you know, range. Basically, like set your, set your standards. Are you going to buy properties that need work as a strategy? Because that is a strategy. Or, or, or are you going to buy properties that are turnkey? In other words, you, you don't have to do any work, any work on properties, like you just move into them, okay? Define what that's going to be. Then define what kind of returns you, you're willing to tolerate. So for some people, this is a quick and dirty number where they basically say the purchase price divided by X number, that's, amount, that's how much I expect to make from each property, something like that. Or I'm only going to buy properties where the, where the amount that I can make from it on a gross level is, let's say, five times or six times, or sorry, that if I take the amount, the amount that, that I can make from the property, I multiply it by, say, five, then I get my purchase price. <laughs> some people do, do things like that. Okay. Or you can do the full calculation and say, okay, this is a cash on cash return that, that I want to get from, from this property. All right. So that is in defining your location. The third thing now is define the pace. How quickly do you want to get your properties? Do you want to get just one a year, two a year, three a year? Are you saying, heck, heck no, I'm, I'm about to blow this thing up in 2023. I want to get 10 short term rentals. You're like, did you just say 10? <laughs> yes, I did. And I wasn't studying when I said that. I said 10. My goal this year is seven. And actually, you know, I, I take that back. My initial goal is seven. And my goal is seven by March. So by God's grace, that's what I'm working towards right now. And now I know your next question. Chegazi, how do you intend to pay for it? Girl, I got you. <laughs> if you're thinking about financing and you're wondering you're like how do people go from one to seven in a couple of months there are different ways there's there's partnerships there's lending there's all kinds of things that you can do but we go into that in detail in our territory mastermind by the way so if you want to like kind of be a part of that well you can, you, you can go to workwithme2021.com slash book workwithme2021.com slash book and you will talk with someone on our team and they'll get you you know, how, to, how you can join the Territory Mastermind. Ooh, I did myself. You're listening to the Short-Term Revolution Podcast with your host, Chiagozi Fawole. So, decide on what the pace is going to be. And in thinking about the pace, don't forget to think about what else you have going on in your life. So let's say, you know, you've got kids, and the kids have a major thing at school that you're involved in in January and February. Well, maybe January and February may not be the month that I shot a mental. Okay. Or let's say, for example, you're like, you know what? My, my market peaks in July and August. So you may want to get that short-term rental before July and August. Preferably, you may even want to get it in around like February, March, so that you can actually market it to the, those who actually like book their places early. Okay. 
Or if you say, well, my market actually peaks in November. Oh, oh, fantastic. Then in that case, you may not even need to buy anything all the way until like September. So, so that, that way you're kind of mitigating and saving your costs. You know what I'm saying? So, so when you when you sit down and actually think this through at the beginning of the year and plan, you can make more successful decisions. Okay. That's what I mean by pacing. So you can see that like if you pace yourself, you may only need to buy for like a period of three months, which is why in my case, for example, okay, this is a, a real example actually, because I have a number of things going on. I've got I've got the short-term rentals. I've got my coaching business. I have got, you know, other, other things that I'm working on, you know, for my growth and expansion and ambition, right? So I know that I like to give my buying like a, a nice defined 90-day window. <laughs> like, let's just get this thing done and be done and can we, and we can move on to the other things. Like, for example, this year, we are planning on hosting the, the, the Physician Wealth Revolution Conference again in October, and we may even be throwing in something in April for those who want to scale their portfolios, okay? So this is why I need to plan my pacing for my purchasing so that I can get all this stuff done like early in the year and focus on those other things that will also need my attention. I also got kids, okay? And a husband <laughs> and myself because self-care, all right? So I'm planning all these things and I'm planning how to also have vacations and things like that in my life. Oh, by the way, I also doctor. Yeah, that thing that I do. Yes, I do that too. So yeah, plan all of this out. And when you plan it, you can sit and relax. And when other people are doing things, you don't feel like an urge to like, oh my gosh, I need to get active because no, you can say, well, that's great for them, but I have decided that I'm going to work on this in June. And then when June comes, make sure that you're working on it, right? That's how you plan your year. That is how you plan your year, my friend. All right. And then number four. So number one was define the goal. Number two was pick a location. Number three is define the pace that you want to do this, okay? Oh, before, the, before that, oh, other questions in, in pacing yourself would be, do you want the property local? or remote, because that also change your pace. And then the next one will be, do you want to do it at all? Because some of you that, that, that somehow are listening may even want to just like be completely passive in this. So, so let's say, for example, you say, okay, I want to do this, but I want to kind of do it at the end of the year so that I can maximize my tax, my tax benefits without having to really be as active all year. But I have all this like cash just sitting. Well, you can, for example, lend that cash to someone who's active, who maybe who's doing like rehab and stuff. Like, for example, we do, we are rehabbing and we do actually work with private lenders every now and then. And like, okay, you know, here's, you know, nice return on your cash, for example. Okay. So if that's something that you're, that, that, that's like even on your radar or you're interested in, feel free to reach out or find someone in your community that's active, active with their deals and you can lend them and say, okay, well, here is cash. I'm going to need it back in a couple of months because I want to do my own deals at so-and-so time, okay? So you make sure you plan it all out. Plan it all out. And when you plan, you can leverage your resources to do work for you when you plan out well. All right, so number four is to figure out how you can be efficient with all of this. Because listen, when I say efficient, I mean efficient with both time and results. Okay, so you can say, okay, well, I can get five properties, each making me 1K a month, and that'll get me to 5K. 
Or you can be like, okay, but maybe if I went one one city down, I could probably get two properties making me that 5K a month. Hmm. That may be a better deal. And we have to manage two places versus five. Okay. So you will ask yourself, like, how can I be efficient? Efficient in my use of resources, in other words, the cash that I have, efficient in my use of time. In other words, how can I automate all this so that I'm not having to send the same message to people all the, all the time? But building efficiency into your into your game plan. And then this may be the most important piece of this. And it is the fact that you need to write it down. When I say write it down, you're going to just ignore me and be like, yeah, check. I say, okay, fine, whatever. Right? But if you don't, when you write down a goal, I maybe even go the extra step of sharing it with someone, game changer. Do you know why I share with you guys that I, that I want to get seven short-term rentals by March? Do you think it's a comfortable thing to come on a podcast and actually share that goal out loud? It's like, what if I fail? Or what if I get only one? Or what if I'm, I'm not able to like get all the things that I need to get everything else up? Do you think it's like a comfortable thing to do? No. But do you know why I do it? Because by putting it out there and by saying it and by repeating it out loud to myself or to you, I'm actually repeating it out loud to myself. But more importantly, now that I've said it to you, guess what? I'm now actually working on it. Like it's no longer just a desire or a wish in my head. It's now there, out there. Okay. It's not like, okay, how, how can I make this happen? Who do I need to talk to? Well, let them know if they want to lend. You know, you, you have deals. You're open for business. You, you don't mind, you know, like stuff like that, right? If you don't talk, no one can help you. <laughs> okay, there is a purpose and a process to all of this. And you can do the same. So write it down. Write it in your journal, write it, write it, you know, text your friends about it. Say, hey, listen, I'm trying to get a short-term rental this year. I'm trying to get three short-term rentals this year. You know, join communities. By doing that, that's all part of writing it down. Because, because I want to ask you, why did you join? Well, I joined because I want to get three short-term rentals this year. More likely to happen. More likely to happen when you write it down. And number six is basically like where it all comes to, right? Which is take action. <gasps> big whoop. <laughs> if you don't take action, your goals will mean absolutely nothing. Okay. So when I decided that, that I wanted to get seven short-term rentals by March, first of all, the number scared me for a second. I was like, Chia goes, you're like, seriously, <laughs> are, you, are, you, are you really serious right now? And I was like, yes. So what did I do? I said at touring properties and I'll call my realtor. Well, not call her. I'll basically email, email, email my realtor. And I'll be like, Hey, I'm seeing this house. I'm seeing so. At some point, she was like, "Dude, I'm I'm creating a sheet for you just to keep track of all the things that you're seeing." Yes, because if you don't see properties, you don't make offers. If you don't make offers, you can't get them accepted. If they, if they don't get accepted, you can't get seven short-term rentals by March. <laughs> okay, so take action. Figure out what needs to happen and do it. Understand, not every deal that you see will pan out. So you need to see multiple. You need to make offers on multiple. You need to figure out the funding for multiple or whatever it is that your goal is. If your goal is one, you still need to you know, do a number of these to get even that one, okay? But when you come up with a game plan for your short-term rental for the year, okay? The most important part of it is for you to take action. 
The taking action means putting aside all your fears, putting aside like all your, but what if it doesn't work? All your, oh my gosh, but I'm, but I'm new to this. So I'm going to suck at it. No, you're a doctor, boo. <laughs> you are a whole doctor. <laughs> you can, you can pop an LP and identify spinal fluid without seeing it. Okay. Can we just talk about like how awesome that is? Okay. If you are a cardiologist, for example, you can listen to a heart and by that determine if a patient is, you know, is about to code, right? Or they have like critical aortic stenosis or if they're in like, you know, heart failure, like you can do amazing things just with the stethoscope for goodness sake. You are amazing. <laughs> you, you are amazing. You can learn hard things. And real estate is not even one of the hard things. You have done hard things. Real estate is like, mm. okay. So once you're done listening to this episode, you have homework. If you have not already thought about your goals for 2023, pause this thing, sit down, grab a sheet of paper and ask yourself the questions. What is my goal? What do I want to do in 2023? Why do I want to do it, right? What is the biggest benefit that I want to get from getting a short-term rental, okay? Where do I want to have it? How often do I want to get them? How many do I want to get? Like, how do I want to actually like keep it all together? How can I do this and still have my life function around all of this? How can I do it efficiently to get the maximum income, create the maximum impact with my properties, even if I get only one, even if I get just one? Okay. And now when you're done, write it down, share it with a friend, post on social media, talk about it, share the vision. Okay. Make it plain and then take action. Take action. Now, listen, if you need help in the execution part, if you need help in the accountability to your goals, if you need help, even just learning the basics of the stuff, we have a community for you. It's called Territory Mastermind. That is our community of traditional professionals who are basically building wealth using short-term rentals. It's a great place to get started. And even if you've already begun this journey and you just want to now like be in a community where you can grow and thrive in what you already know and do, come on in, okay? The link is workwithme2021.com slash book. Don't forget the slash. Do not forget the slash. Work with me, 2021.com slash book. And maybe at some point we'll change that link this year to something a little more memorable. But for right now, that's what it is. <laughs> anyway, thanks for hanging out with me this, this day, you know, listening to our talking about drafting your SDR game plan. I hope to hear from you. By the way, if you enjoyed this episode, share with a friend, post on social media, and leave us a rating and review. We'll absolutely love it. And I will see you on the next episode of the Short-Term Revolution podcast. Signing off.